there's nothing like living it to learn it. And ideally as coaches, that's what we want for our clients, right? We want to educate our clients to take their health into their own hands and understand like, what the hell are we doing here? You know, what does this data mean? Why are we doing this test? Why am I taking a magnesium supplement? So that later on, they're able to manage their own health and they're the drivers of their health. Welcome to the Beautifully Broken Podcast, brought to you by AmpCoil. I'm your host, Freddie Kimmel, And on this show, we discuss the common thread survivors share after walking through the fire, the practitioners making a difference, and the treatment modalities that deliver healing back into the hands of the people who need it most. Witness the inspiration we gain by navigating the human experience with grace, humility, and a healthy dose of mistakes. Because part of being human is being beautifully broken. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Beautifully Broken Podcast. I'm here with our very special guest, Jennifer Ragazzo. Jen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Freddie. Of course. So Jen, like myself, is a certified health coach. I went to the Institute of Functional Health Coaching, and Jen took it like five steps further. Her diagnostic skill is off the hook. And you're probably wondering, how can a health coach have diagnostic skill and the ability to collect data from the body? But I want you to talk a little bit about your practice and what you do that's unique. Absolutely. So in my practice, I utilize applied functional medicine. So over the past few years, I've been continuing my own education and diving deep into my understanding of the many different interconnections in the human body. At the School of Applied Functional Medicine, that's primarily where I have learned about functional medicine and again, the application of functional medicine. So in my practice with my clients, I am really able to help educate them on digging deep into their own health and peeling away those many, many layers that you know, Freddie, are there for Mm -hmm. all of us and being able to identify the root causes that are driving that dis-ease that we see showing up for them and their symptoms. So- Mm. So many people have this assumption that things are just very isolated in the body. So they might suffer from migraines. So they think, okay, I have migraines. And they might have suboptimal thyroid or Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune condition for thyroid. And they think, okay, so I have Hashimoto's. So for instance, I have migraines, so I need to treat just directly the migraine, maybe with migraine medicine or an anti-inflammatory. I have Hashimoto's allopathic medicine assumes, okay, you have Hashimoto's, so you take a uh, medication such as one that's out there called Synthroid, and we just treat them, and then everything will fall into place. But the truth of it is that they're all, even those things, they're connected. They They might be found in the gut, there might be imbalances in the gut, there could be nutrient deficiencies, stress, lack of joy, poor sleep. So what I really do with my clients, honestly, much like you do, Freddie, we take all the puzzle pieces and we start dumping them out on the table and we move them around and so we start making those connections so that they can really, really start to achieve what we all want in life. is It's that optimal health and, and that balance. So 
Yeah, I love it. I love what I'm able to do. And it's honestly, it's my understanding in all of the interconnectedness in the body um, through a functional medicine lens that has helped me be able to take my practice to a whole other level. Yeah, because you're in high demand. And I think this might be interesting to people. So I came into health coaching from being chronically ill, cancer, Lyme, mold toxicity. So for me, I had a great understanding of a lot of diagnostic work. I knew how to test my urine for mold mycotoxins. You know, I I knew how to text, test my gut and to see the microbiome, chronic infections, um, maybe a little extra C diff. Maybe it was like a low number of 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 really beneficial bacteria in my large intestine where most things should be fermented and processed. You know, I had a, a an ability to look at a complete thyroid panel. And a lot of people don't know. You're like, what do you mean a complete thyroid? Well, I mean all the markers. And they're like, isn't there just, you know, thyroid stimulating hormone? No, there's so many more. And it's, you know, I came at it from that division. Now, as as someone who has, you didn't necessarily come from that place of horrible health, horrible, like, I mean, chronic illness, but you have this amazing palette from which you draw some and I often, just so people at home know, I'll often, you know, refer people to Jen when I think they need more diagnostic work. They need to, they need to get a bigger picture of what's going on. You know, some people, um, I like to relate when I coach people through feeling, I'm like, well, what's that feel like? Where is it in your body? What's the pain? But you can also take those people who really operate in that, that, um, analytical side of the brain and you can show them numbers and you can show them data. And I think that's something you do so well. One thing in particular is the Dutch test. I Can you educate our, our listeners who haven't heard about a Dutch test, what it is and what it does? Absolutely. So, you know, you're talking about getting that data to help people really be able to identify, well, what is off? You know, what do we need to bring better balance to? So the Dutch test specifically is a test designed to really look at our hormones and um, not only the hormone levels, but also the metabolites of the hormones. So our hormones, we have estrogen, you know, as a, as a woman, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and how is that? Be, how how are those hormones being metabolized? What pathways are they going down? If they're going down, say a pathway that isn't as preferential, we could have different symptoms show up for us in our body. So, for me and for my clients, it's so empowering to be able to know that. Actually, just about an hour and a half ago, I met with a woman. We were going over her Dutch test. She could not, for the life of her, figure out um, what. Also, why her hair was just perpetually thinning. She had a little bit of um, some male pattern baldness. Um, and mm -hmm. I was able to help her see that her testosterone, her testosterone actually was on the low side, but her testosterone was being broken down into these two different pathways. And her body was preferring a pathway called the alpha pathway, which can create more DHT, which in men too, but also women don't want to have balding or other symptoms too that can show up for women with that. So we're, we're going to do some things to help push that pathway for her. And another really cool thing about the Dutch test is it also looks at our adrenal function. And that is so connected to, to our hormones. And um, it looks at our adrenals, what, what is going on, what is our cortisol pattern throughout the entire day, even into the evening. And, um, and we need to know that to also, again, be able to support 
to support someone. And the same woman in the same conversation that I had with her today, we had been, she had been at a place where she came to me wanting to reverse her type two diabetes. She did not want to be on medication for her diabetes or her high cholesterol. And I'd worked with her three years ago. She very successfully did that with diet, lifestyle changes, and some supplements, but some things started to creep back up for her. And she was noticing her, her fasting glucose in the morning was sky high. And I kept thinking it's cortisol. There's something there with cortisol. And and wouldn't you believe we got our Dutch test back and we see such a huge off the chart cortisol spike going on for her in the morning. So now we have some data to support that, which is very also very convicting for her because I suspected that and I talked to her about that. And uh, we, we talked about doing some meditation and grounding work and all of those things, but she just wasn't open to it. But when she sees that data, she you better believe that she's... Yes, we can support her with some adaptogens. We need to dig a little deeper into maybe other things that are going on. But the lifestyle changes, um, are, we're also going to add in. Because again, everything is connected. So the Dutch test is this beautiful test. It also gives us um, or some organic acid markers that really let us know what's going on at a cellular level for people. Um, and the organic acid markers that the Dutch test checks. They're all related, like B12 and B6 and glutathione and some neurotransmitters, again, related to our adrenal health, our hormone health, our methylation. So I love, you know this about me, Freddie. I mean, I love the data, but I'm not just very data oriented. It's not just about treating the data. We have to be able to, to see the entire person, take into consideration everything in their life. You know, this client that I'm talking about using as an example, she's got a lot of stress in her life um, with her husband and his, he's going through a chronic illness himself. So that is very stressful to her. So that stress, we can see it showing up for her in the data. So bringing those two things together is really, really cool. It's really fascinating. So um, yeah, I love doing that. I love diving deep with my clients and it's just one other level that um, of, of health and of being able to look. And you had said too, you know, you came from the place, you are just so brilliant. And when I met you, I mean, I would have thought that you had gone to every functional medicine program and school out there, but there's nothing like living it to learn it. And, you know, ideally as coaches, that's what we want for our clients, right? We want to educate our clients to take their health into their own hands and understand like, what the hell are we doing here? You know, what does this data mean? Why are we doing this test? Why am I taking a magnesium supplement? So that later on, they're able to be able to, to manage their own health and they're the drivers of their health. Yeah. You know, you're, you're saying all this stuff and I'm like, I feel like this too. Sometimes I'll talk for 10 minutes on an initial consult and people will be like, are you a doctor? And then I say, no, <laughs> I'm a fan of health and wellness. I'm a fan of empowering myself to have the knowledge that I need to have an understanding of the body and then what I need to manipulate that. So I'm sure people are, are listening to this thinking, is, is this woman is a coach qualified you are obviously qualified because I want to challenge most people out there to get your general practitioner to do some of this good diagnostic testing, which gives you amazing data that's precise and actionable. But I'm sure there are people out there thinking, 
well, this woman's not a, you're, you're not a doctor. So, so how does that, how do you feel into that about, you know, because I remember dealing with this a lot as a coach. I'm like, oh my, I'm not worthy. I didn't go to medical school. And for me, I always brought it back to, I don't tell anybody what to do. I don't tell them supplements to take. I say, the science says that these work really good. Are you inspired to move towards that? That's a choice you have to make. Nobody can make your decisions about your health, not your parents, not your partner, not your doctor, you. So that was always, it was always such, I use the data like an educational piece, but I want to hear what your thoughts are because you, you really do. You work at this really high level and you work with all these awesome things that health coaches can order nowadays and people can order to get a look inside their body to see what's going on on a chemical level. Right, right. Well, I, I, when I started all of this, I had the same feelings and the same fears because, again, I don't come from a medical background. My master's degree is in education. Um, I stepped into this space, much like you, Freddie, because I felt very, very convicted to share with other people the hope that, can, that, that is found in really understanding your body and the interconnectedness. You know, I did not go through the level of chronic illness that you did, but I have my own health history that started in, in my teenage years with um, stage four endometriosis, multiple surgeries, and years and years of being on so many different medications because, again, I was turning to the allopathic world that was treating everything that showed up for me as very isolated, that nobody ever put together my, my endometriosis and in, in balancing my hormones and in being connected to my gut health and my chronic migraines as being connected to inflammation and nutrient deficiencies. And then my chronic anxiety that showed up for me and depression and insomnia. And so by the age of 28 years old, I was on a a ridiculous amount of prescription medications, which in and of themselves had this very, very downstream effect um, on my health. And then lo and behold, autoimmune diseases started popping up for me. So it was in me really finding people that guided me and in seeing those interconnectedness. So, so my the very first time I had a full thyroid panel was done by my chiropractor. It was a chiropractor who ran it for me and not my regular physician. And we were able to see things that I had never seen before. And it was mind blowing to me. So when I stepped into this space and started educating myself, Sure, I had I had that that intimidation and that fear of, of what are people going to think of me and say. And then I realized that I am here to offer people education, right? I don't diagnose. I never diagnose. Actually, even if you are in the space that we are in and you do have a medical degree, I, I think that straight up diagnosing somebody can be very disempowering because we need to turn it over and put it into their hands and just educate them and make them very, very aware. And people are craving that. They need it. They need somebody to help them, to help them dump out all those puzzle pieces. So what I'm doing for people is I'm just sharing what I see. And I'm very, very careful in the language that I use. I'm very careful um, as well to make sure that I'm educating them so that again, they're understanding what's going on. They make the decision. They decide 
what food to put in their mouth, what supplement to swallow, um, what course of action to take, whether or not I present them, you know, I might suggest to them and encourage them maybe to try some other modalities of healing, maybe Reiki, cranial sacral, whatever it is that's out there that may serve them, but it's ultimately it's up to them and, and we know our body best, you know, so in that way, I, I feel very, I just feel very blessed to be able to be educated and to continue to educate myself, the different testing that's out there and offer that to my clients and, and um, help them. You know, another one I use in my practice is GI map, which is a very, very comprehensive stool test. And we both. Let's talk about stool testing for a second, because there are so many tests out there. Everybody has an opinion on which one is the best. And there's a reason I hear this. I'd say more often than not, I hear a GI map come back as is a favorite test from a practitioner standpoint. Why why do you think that is that it's such a popular poop test? Well, I, listen, I've used a lot of this is the third um, stool test in my years, uh, my not even that long. You know, I've only been coaching for five years. I've really only been using applied functional medicine for three. It's the third one that I've really dove deep into to understand myself, to be able to provide. And they all have a lot of great benefits. I really like the GI map because it's a DNA assay test. It um, looks at the different bacterial markers and, and um, you know, not there's, there's so many that are not even on the GI map, but it can give us a really good idea of what's going on with the gut microbiome, do we have an imbalance of good and bad bacteria? There's some potential autoimmune triggers that I find to be very, very valuable to be able to see on the GI map. I like that about it um, a lot. I, I always share with my clients, this is not diagnostic. We are not, I, I'm not sharing this with you Um, so that you run out thinking, oh my goodness, I have rheumatoid arthritis, but we just know Mm -hmm. that there is a bacteria growing that, that is strongly correlated with a potential autoimmune disease and how I'm- Is that Klebsiella? Uh, Klebsiella is one. You're very good. Provitella, (laughs) right? Provitella is another that we see a lot that will pop up for people, um, so many different, it's all about patterns too. On the GI map, I I love digging in and seeing different patterns. It's not diagnostic for SIBO because that's in the small intestine and we're testing the large intestine. But when I see different markers pop up um, and along with that person's experience with different foods and their symptoms, I'm like, we might want to explore that a little bit more. It gives us a really, really good idea of their digestive function, which I think is so, so helpful. I mean, so many times I'll get back a GI map and I'll see somebody's steatocrit is very, very high. And that's a measure of fat in the stool. And if we're not breaking down our fat properly, and that person has a gallbladder, then I know we need to support the gallbladder and bile flow. And I might not ever have suspected that if I didn't see that on AGI map. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And just so everybody knows at home, these are not tests that you're going to get in urgent care from your, um, from your general practitioner, who's going to see you for 10 to 15 minutes. It's just not going to happen unless you have a very special situation. They do exist, but it's very rare. So it's either you know, you you reach out and you connect with someone like Jen, a functional health coach, 
Um, and Jen, tell me again, it's a school of applied functional medicine that you went to, correct? Yes. Yep. I've been at the school of applied Fun- functional medicine. I've gone through their program in entirety and I am certified and I also, you know, work very part-time on staff there, which I love. I love pouring back into more people coming into the world of functional medicine so that they can go out there and exactly what you and I are talking about, they can go out there and they can share this with other people. The school right now is about 50% medical professionals, which I think is so exciting because more and more people in the allopathic medical world are wanting to understand the human body from this lens. Um, But yes, the comprehensive stool analysis is not something that you're going to go to your regular general practitioner and get. And I I can honestly say that part of that is because it takes so much time. I'm very, very good friends with my doctor. She's a DO. She started her education in functional medicine, needed to put the pause button on that for time solely for time. She might see a hundred client, a hundred patients in one week. And she had been offering Genova's GI effect for a little while and realized I can't sit for two hours and interpret and then have the conversation around what are you going to do about it? Because it's also not just taking supplements. It's getting underneath what's driving the imbalance. Is it stress, poor sleep, crap food, toxins, on and on. And so she realized I got to stop it. I have to stop it. I'll just for now refer people to Jen until she is able to step into a practice that gives her more time and space. So even something like H. pylori, which the stool test that I use does test for. It's another reason I love the GI map. Um, So H. pylori your doctor can check it. My doctor checked it for me many, many years ago. I suspected I had it and it, it only checked it, it only, it looked for one virulence factor, maybe two, and it was negative. And when I did the GI map, I had multiple, multiple virulence factors. They just might not be the ones that were checked. And so I see that a lot in clients. Um, I have a client right now who was treated for H. pylori by her regular doctor and it didn't make much headway. And together, her and I, I mean, she is, she is just a new woman. She's turning her whole health around, but it's a, it's a process. You know, we need, it's a, it's a process. process. It's a process. It's not overnight. It's not a quick fix pill. I'm not giving, I'm not recommending to anyone a quick fix supplement either. And that's what people, I think it's, it's discouraging sometimes that it's, it's like, I want to take this supplement and this is going to take care of my IBS mm-hmm. or, or that, you know, it's just, it's so involved. And I, I want to be respectful of your time. I know you have to, um, I know you have a, a short window for us here, but one thing I want to touch on is, you know, after all this access to the diagnostic material that you have, you know, you would, you would think that every single person had all their symptoms resolved because they had all the answers back on black and white. And I know I'm not even going to let you answer. I know that's not the way it is because one thing that I have been playing around with for the last year is the fact that all the diagnostic testing we do is, is pretty much looking at chemical reactions which are downstream of electrical signaling in the body. We're an energetic body before we're a chemical one. Absolutely. So you and I have both dipped our our toe in the water, me a little deeper, in, in the world of amp coil, which is pulsed electromagnetic frequency and, you know, magnetic waves and different sound journeys. And, you know, it's something that 
I found to really move the needle energetically. And I've noticed because of that downstream changes in some of the recent test results I've ran in my body. Like for for one example, I had a massive mold exposure and I just got my results back from a real-time laboratory's mycotoxin test, which are the like the live metabolites in your body coming from a mold, um, a mold infection. And I had like four or five, I had chitonium, I had aflatoxins, I had gliotoxins, all very, very high levels. And when I when I, I I initially was exposed, I went right to the antifungal route. I took antifungals for a year and couldn't move the needle, couldn't make a change. And after doing AmpCoil for, it's been about a year of that, all my levels are normal except for one, which dropped in half. So it was this, it was my first like, one of my first two seeing on black and white where there was a change in in my numbers from an energetic modality that I had brought into my body, not necessarily, oh, the puppy's here next to me, um, not necessarily like a supplement or an antifungal or something that I was taking as a treatment. You know, I was using something that was working with my body's own systems right. to to rebalance the bioterrain. So, so Amp Coil is new for you. Do you want to speak a little bit about it? And, you know, because you're, you know, you've got it in your home. I know your family's using it, but I'm going to let you take it from there. I do. I do. Um, and I've loved integrating Amcoil into my own health regimen because, again, doing what I do, I can get lost in the data. I can get so fixated on fixing things with you know, there's a gazillion supplements out there, wonderful, very clean supplement companies. And I was taking them all <laughs> like yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. But, like how many thousands of dollars a month do you think you were as in supplements uh, oh, at one point? Highest, highest, highest. Two thousand, two thousand dollars a month. It's so, it's so hard for me to say it out loud. At least, yeah, times, at times least 12 months a year. Times 12 months a year. And, and so I was doing that, but my nervous system was a wreck. I was so fixated on, um, you know, when am I going to get that perfect data back? I, again, a little bit of that <laughs> obsessiveness going on because I geek out on this stuff and I do test myself um, way more than the average person does. So oh, yeah. I would get this data back um, and I was so obsessed with moving the needle in the data that I was missing the mark on integrating all of the other things. So thankfully, I had the encouragement of you and your own testimony to encourage me to, to also bring in something else that could work on my body in a very, very different way. And Amp Coil has been an absolute game changer for me. I could, I could say, I mean, even just being so much calmer and, and more balanced with my, um, my nervous system, my mood, my sleep, my digestion, my body's ability to accept nutrients. So even though I may still need to take zinc, for instance, my body is at a place where it's able to really open up and accept that better. So it's been, it's been really tremendous for me. And it's also allowed me to, to think way, way, way outside of the very narrow little box that I was thinking in for a long time. And, you know, again, it's all connected. Everything is connected. Our thoughts, right? Um, just what we choose to energetically be around, whether that's people or um, things or EMF. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's it, it's been a tremendous a tremendous shift for me, 
And it's helped, it's, it's really helped me to find just greater level of healing and, you know, just got kind of looping back to what you said about this whole journey being a process. It is a process. And I, I, um, I love working with people. Some people I'll work with them for years and other people, they come for a short, short period of time. But I think the important thing for all of us to realize is that we are on this journey until we leave this earth. So mm-hmm. we can be showing up for it in different ways. And there's different, different um, things that we bring into it in different seasons, if that makes sense. Um, we, we might need a little more acute triage. Like that's when we have, when our gut is a total mess and we can intervene, but know that the choices that you make on a daily basis are just going to hopefully continuously move the needle towards optimizing health. So, um, yeah, yeah, I love, I love it. I love the more that I learn, um, you know, I want it all. (laughs) I want to bring it all into my life and been a great experience. That's great. Well, I want to be respectful of you and your family time. And I know you have some family duties to attend to right now. So I'm going to let you go. But before you leave, I've got to ask, you know, this is one, do you have time to answer one more two minute question? I do. Okay. Uh, you had endometriosis. You had stage four. I did. Yep. My first two babies are IVF babies. Mm-hmm. So, so I've, I've had many people come to me and their doctors say endometriosis is incurable. This is something you'll live with for the rest of your life. We can't help you. You're going to have surgery every three years. So, so you, so you haven't had those extra surgeries. What happened? What did you do differently for endometriosis? Cause that's a, we should do an endometriosis show. I would love to do that. Just give us a, give us a little minute and a half. (laughs) I'll give you a minute and a half. Absolutely. I was 16 and, and put on the birth control pill to help control it. 19 had my first laparotomy and, and my doctor told me it was the worst case she had ever seen, which no doctor should ever tell that to somebody because that got in my head and, um, surgery again at 21, put on Lupron injections, which put me into menopause. And so I really felt like I was, it was very, very hopeless. And it was, what, what age were you put into menopause? Uh, I was 21 years old and from the age of 21 to 28, I was in menopause. And um, when I wanted to get pregnant with my first child, uh, nothing was going as I wanted it to. And my first IVF cycle failed. My second IVF cycle, I was so blessed to meet a nurse who was assigned to my case and had the simplest of conversations with me. And I mean simple by what you and I, by our standards today, but she had a conversation with me about the food that I was eating. And she talked to me about organic what it meant. I didn't even know what organic food was. The nearest Whole Foods was 45 (laughs) minutes away back then. This is, um, gosh, Adria was born in 2003. So, you know, early 2000s, it wasn't like you could access the stuff anywhere. She told me to stop drinking soy milk because that, you know, milk bothered my stomach. So I ate everything soy. Um, And it was these little things that just opened my mind. So I made I made dietary changes. I stopped eating um, everything with Splenda and no fat and low fat. And I really started nourishing my body with whole food and um, stepping away from what I knew back then to be endocrine disruptors because she had a very, very simple basic conversation with me about what xenoestrogens were. 
and what endocrine disruptors were. And I, I'm telling you, I first two kids, IVF, and third baby, total surprise, you know, blessing from God. And I have literally had absolutely no signs of endometriosis since. They used to scan me every year looking for it. And then at one point they said, I think you're good. And um, my even my cycles, you know, I'm in my mid forties now, but my cycles became very, very regular. They never had been up until, you know, that point in my entire life. So yeah, it's possible. It is very, very oh, wow. <laughs> possible to reverse disease and um, to change, you know, to, to change the trajectory of your life and in your health. So it's been, beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. And Jen, closing it out, what does it mean? This is a beautifully broken podcast. What does it mean to you to be beautifully broken? Mm, to be beautifully broken. I believe we're all beautifully broken in our own way. You know, we are human. We're having a human experience here on this earth. And um, personally, I believe that God... God brings us to and through different things to direct us in our life. And it is those, those experiences, the little cracks, so to speak, in our, in our beautiful vase of life that strengthen us and that direct us and that open up our heart and our eyes to something so much more beautiful and experience that um, of living um, that is just so much deeper and greater than it ever would have been if you had not had those little cracks, you know, in your vase. I know for me, everything from motherhood was so much richer to my appreciation of what the human body can do is so much greater because of all that I've been through. Freddie, I would not know 95% of what I do know right now about the human body, if I didn't live it, experience it, and have that, also have that compassion and empathy um, for other people going through their own pain and suffering if I hadn't been through what I am. So I am so appreciative and I am so proud to be beautifully broken. That's a, an amazing answer. One of the best I've ever had. The last thing I want to ask you, and we'll put this in the show notes, is that if, if somebody wants to do some education, if somebody wants to do some diagnostic work, they want to look at their poop, they want to look at their blood work, their hormones. If somebody wants to be educated on endometriosis, and I know that this is a huge topic and we should definitely do a show just on endometriosis, as I said it, um, how do people get in touch with you? Absolutely. So my website is my name. It's jennifervergazzo.com. I'm on Instagram, jennifer underscore regazzo. And um, yeah, they can reach out to me, schedule a discovery call. I'll hop on a call with you. I'll hear your story and answer any of your questions and see if working together might be a good fit. Great. So we'll put all those in the show notes. Jen, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here last minute as well. This is a wonderful um, interview and a lot of people are going to benefit from this. Yeah. Thank you, Freddie. And thank you for the work that you do. Of course. It's going to keep coming. Namaste. Namaste. Ladies and gentlemen, you made it to the end of the podcast. Now, in a world where the average attention span is less than 10 seconds, we just spent almost an hour together. And I think this is the beginning of something really beautiful. Now, one way to support the podcast is to head over to freddysetgo.com and check out my newly launched page, Freddy's Faves, 
where I've linked every five-star product and healing modality you hear about on the show. Most offer significant discounts by clicking the link. And please know, it doesn't cost you anything extra, and at the same time, they support the show through affiliation. So, check out Freddy's Faves on freddyseco.com. This episode of the Beautifully Broken Podcast was brought to you by our sponsor, Ampcoil, upgrading the vibrations of hearts, minds, and bodies all over the world. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. Grabbing a download is like giving this virtual thumbs up that we're doing it right. And if you want to connect with me, shoot me a message on Instagram at freddysetgo.com or at freddysetgo. That's all for today. Our closing, our closing, the world is hurting. We need you at your very best. So take the steps today to always be upgrading whatever it takes to move the needle. Remember, while life is pain, putting those fractured pieces back together is a beautiful process. I'm your host. I love you. Namaste. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.